Hey, I'm Kylie, ex-fitness coach turned mid-sized fashion influencer. Whether it's just me or conversation with a friend, we have real conversations around success, failures, and living your best life. I created Ambition and Grace as a space to talk open and honestly, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Throw your headphones on and join the conversation. Okay. We have giggle fest over here. We can't stop laughing. We were supposed to start recording like 30 minutes ago and we've just been sitting here talking and giggling. But welcome back to another podcast of in or to my podcast, Ambition and Grace. I have two of my gal pals here and they're a little nervous, but it's okay. We're going to get through this together. We're half a bottle of wine. (laughs) (laughs) So Megan and Brittany are here. We've been friends for the past few years now. And Brittany did not do her homework. Megan did. What was I supposed to do? (laughs) When Kim sent over the email, it said to give a brief description. (laughs) And Megan gave me a whole... I can't wait for Kylie to go rogue on your bio. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's not going to be good. (laughs) No, Megan did. I mean, starting from a small town in eastern Montana, couldn't wait to escape the small town. Like, she gave me a... You just have a full autobiography. I'm a mystery as a package. That's the way I like it. Yeah, so I'll read my little intro for Megan and then... one for me? Did what? Did you create one for me? No. Oh. I did. That's what I didn't know what to do of like... (laughs) (laughs) Which way to go with that? Okay. But little Meg's over here. That's what I call... I always say little because you're a cute little like fun size. (laughs) (laughs) But long story short, she grew up in Eastern Montana. So you guys are both like small town folk. Right. Yeah. All right. You spent seven years in Vegas and then you moved back to Montana after getting married and having your kiddos. Um, you kind of literally do it all. Like literally. You've been in the real estate space for a couple of years now. You also are behind the scenes of two of Billings biggest breweries and <laughs> going off subject. Hard worker. Yes. But Megan is my go-to gal for when I just need a nice little cocktail. So that was part of no, she loves live music, round of golf, even though we're all a shit show on the golf course. <laughs> Game of cards. Megan, little fun fact. She always has a pack of cards in her purse. And sometimes she likes to have too many cocktails, which for us is like every few months. <laughs> At the 90s. I can't get enough of that. I like to say biannually, but it might be quarterly. <laughs> yeah, probably quarterly. So, Brittany, what's your, what's your background? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, born in Lewistown. Moved here when I was 10, being Billings. So, Lewistown, give them an idea. Lewistown like, is the exact center of Montana. And that's a fun fact. And there's like 7,000 people live there. 7,000? That's it? That was a huge town, Kylie. (laughs) That's really big. That's huge in Montana. Uh, Yeah. Because Billings is like over 100,000 now, right? When we were just there this summer for softball, I mean, it felt like, oh, this is normal, but maybe it's just like like one street. Oh, okay. There's one main street and then a couple side streets. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you moved to Billings. And then I graduated here. Went to Bozeman for a little bit, met my husband. We moved back to Billings, and I have, have two, two kids. Kiddos. I was a nail tech for a while. Oh, I'm getting closer. <laughs> I was a nail tech for a while. Then I kind of retired from that, and then I worked for a magazine for a little while. And now you're a free agent. And now I'm up for the next best challenge. <laughs> Hashtag cheer mom is my next life goal. <laughs> 
volunteer dance moms. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Put no. in a pitch for that. Okay. Yeah. So that's the backstory of you two. One of the questions that I thought we'd go over first is, okay, side note, we're just going to talk like all things friendship. We're going to keep it PG, maybe PG-13. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't, I'm going to try to not drop as many F-bombs because I have a feeling that your kids are maybe uh, going to want Devin also told me your show was rated E for explicit today. <laughs> and I go, oh, that makes me feel so much better. Like I said, uh, past sailor or trucker in past lives, which I think I was both of them. So fuck is my second favorite F word besides fashion. I was like, what is your first? Uh. <laughs> okay, but we're going to, like I said, going to try to keep this friendship related. And because that's been a question that I've gotten a handful of times of just how to make friends as an adult, which is another thing on its own. So we're going to just kind of dive into all of that. I thought we would talk about how we all met each other first and how each of our friendships begun which now I'm trying to remember myself. I first met you at Orange Theory. Right. I was an Orange Theory addict for I signed years. you up. Yeah. yeah. I was a member when before Billings Studio Yes, from opened. Vegas. Yeah, because I was a member in Vegas. So that's where I first met you. And I can't remember the first time we finally connected. Like, I do. Hey, I remember. Oh, boy. oh no, this it wasn't guys, anything bad. This is like uh, the best Tinder no. date stories I've ever heard. <laughs> No, so you had your online clothing boutique yeah, and then you and I right. went to wine at Levity and kind of talked about it. And that's what like at first, yeah, like the first wine date, we kind of, like you said, it was like Tinder, a Tinder yeah. date. Yeah, where it was like we sat there, we like kind of talked about Orange Theory and work and we we're like, okay. Yeah, everyone <laughs> should have a wine bar next to their gym. Yeah. <laughs> or a pizza place. Yeah. And then, so that's how we met through Orange Theory and just like knowing Josh, your husband and I knowing of each other. And then you we've known of each other just from billings being billings i've been in billings for like we had a lot of mutual friends but weren't quite the same age so didn't run in the same circles no so my dad's ex-fiance your cousin (laughs) is my cousin okay yes Yes. shouts out to carrie So that's how our friendships begun. I thought this was so that's like little backstory. And then we had just kind of like mutual friends that kind of like there was a girl that was your nail. So you used to be a nail tech. She used to be one of your clients, which she also found me on Instagram. So that makes this even weirder. (laughs) In the best way. Yeah. And so we all started, and then just like we all casually we all went to dinner at Jake's was the first time that I met you, Megan. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was when you had a you yeah, it was new, new life. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that was my first outing, or first time wearing jeans after my hysterectomy. Oh, that's and right. then I had my fake hair in, I had my halo yes, in, I and then I had okay. jeans on for the first time. So I was super excited about it. And what I tell you, yeah, yeah, I have to share this story. The first time I met Brittany, I was like. I like you. And she's like, this is fake. Points to her hair. This is fake. Points to my boobs. Points to her boobs. <laughs> and this is fake. And points to her crotch because she just had a hysterectomy. But this is real. Her heart. And I knew it was game on. Yeah. <laughs> this was going to be the giggle fast. I'm like the going to be laughing. Child. You know, this is what you get with yeah, me. Like, honesty is best. But I think that's what makes all of us work together is because we just kind of say it how it is. But we also have personalities of truck drivers. <laughs> truck drivers. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's what Travis swears up and down that the way that we talk at golf, like we're the dudes. And he was like, guys, do not talk about he that. He always goes, you're way golf. more vulgar than the rest of us. <laughs> uh, no, Travis, you guys are just fucking boring. <laughs> We say it how it is, but we're not going to talk about SEX. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How Thank would you, you describe? You. <laughs> I did my homework. Yeah. Um, how it. would we describe each person in our friend group, meaning us three? <laughs> mm. Right? Yeah. I would say uh, Brittany, like we all, I think we're all. Brittany um, is the pusher. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. the pusher. <laughs> Instigator. <laughs> oh, like, for sure. Megan, for sure, have another shot. And also, yes. I'm okay, sober. That's in case yes. anyone wants to know. Yes. Brittany is allergic to alcohol, literally. Like, anytime that people are like, oh, what do you guys want for a drink? And then Brittany throws out an Arnold Palmer, and they're like, okay, which vodka? And she's like, no, none. literally none. It's no, Bob. <laughs> yeah. So I you, think I just live vicariously through you guys. So that's maybe them. why you I'm do, the pusher. But you are like the I most mean, fun. You, you guys want to dance on bar tops? I'll be right there with you. And the best part is no I've one remembers that. that I'm doing it. I've never done that. Never. Never, ever. <laughs> Not once. Okay, sorry. I cut so you I'm off. So I'm the pusher. No, that's okay. Yes. Yeah, a little bit of an instigator. But um, <laughs> also we have children the same age. And so yes. like relatable in that. I uh, cheer moms for life <laughs> together. <laughs> But yeah, down for a good time and um, but also ready for the serious conversations. I think Kylie, I can call her at the drop of a hat and say like, hey, let's go uh, put a 20 in a machine and grab a glass of bubbles (laughs) on a Sunday. Yeah, at two. On Tuesday. (laughs) Yeah. In Red Lodge. Going down. But also, you know, we were all raised completely different. And so it has also opened my eyes to a different perspective. I Mm -hmm. mean- uh, as every relationship should but she's a straight shooter <laughs> for sure and not scared to have the hard conversations and it's made me learn that it usually makes things a lot easier when you're mm-hmm. willing to have those hard conversations like mm-hmm. she doesn't sugarcoat anything and she'll just say hey this happened we got to talk about it mm-hmm. <laughs> and i can appreciate that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would say that Kylie is obviously like the confidence booster. Like anytime you're not feeling good, like Kylie's the phone call for sure. And Megan's the one that like I go to for advice too with everything. And then just to have both your guys' perspective on things. Like I think by being Kylie's friend, I've learned like there's a lot of times I'd rather avoid a certain conversation and just be like, yeah, so we're not ever fucking talking about that again. And then Kylie's like, no, we work through this. And I'm like, can't wait. I'm so excited to work through this. It's my years of therapy yeah. in me. Yeah, yeah I do therapy. Yeah. But I don't think any of those are like bad things. I no. think. It, and then like with Megan too, like our kids are the same. So I feel like our mm-hmm. lives are very similar. And so it's when you're like, holy shit, this is a hard day. Like, this is a hard conversation mm-hmm. that I have to have with my kid. Then either A, you've already had it and I can take the major <laughs> cliff notes or B, we can figure it out together, which is nice. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree with all that. I think you're, you guys both have like the biggest hearts and like so considerate of other people. And so I think just in any relationship that I have in my life right now, like as you get older, you start to realize that it's not about the amount of friends that you have. Like when I was in my early 20s, I was like a little chameleon. I would want everybody and anybody to like me and to like try to have relationships with everybody. But then now I realize like I don't want all those friends. I just want my close 
group of people, like it's funny because I use my platform and I connect with so many people, but in like my real day-to-day life, like I just want to keep it small and I have <laughs> you guys we in keep it tight <laughs> friends. And then people are like, hey, you want to go to coffee? I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm the biggest introvert ever. And I think that's what works really well with you two, with me too, is that I'm so introverted. And you guys, I would consider you guys extroverts. (laughs) You don't say. (laughs) So I think you guys help balance me. And even with Travis, it's funny now that I like think about it, the people that I like that are close to me, they're all extroverts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we pull you out of your shell. <laughs> yes. So I'm like I know it's Sunday, but we need to go <laughs> yeah. do this. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see each other this weekend. Yeah. So if that gives you a little insight of each of us of what the roles play into, I think that would make sense for that. And then how one of the questions that I actually got a couple of times. So just to put it into perspective, you two have the, uh, which is wild, like your guys' similarities, right, so wild. You guys have daughters that are the same age and sons that are the same age. And is it the boys or the girls that have the same birthday? Girls. Yes. <laughs> so what kind of twins do they call themselves? Oh, boy. Something. But if anybody asks, they're twins, yeah. and then it makes it really interesting <laughs> for places. They're like, so they're twins? And yeah. who? And I'm like, oh. Uh, Josh was picking the Remy up from cheer and Brittany was talking about date night. (laughs) So everyone at the cheer gym (laughs) thought that Brittany and Josh were going on a date together. I'm like, it's couples date night. There's (laughs) six people going. (laughs) This will get weird. Yeah. And our relationships are all separate. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So your, your guys' lives is very intertwined. And what's I like laugh about it is that I'm the youngest. So I'm 30. You're 32. 34. 34. Yeah. So Brittany is 32, Megan's 34. And I have the oldest kid. (laughs) (laughs) I have an 11 year old and the girls are eight. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the boys are five. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's how do we stay up with each other and like keep up with our friendship during busy seasons of a life. And so I think it's kind of different for like each of us because again, you, your guys's life is so intertwined. And then like with me this summer, like golf is kind of what brings us together in the summer, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And then winter is like cards, <laughs> cards and date nights in yeah. football games. But also yes. like I was literally just saying this this weekend because somebody asked me how Megan and I became friends. And I said, mm-hmm. Megan is not afraid to pick up the phone and be like, Let's go to wine. And she may yes. have not, like, she could have met you at the coffee shop five minutes before Literally. and she wants to be your best friend. <laughs> yes. So that makes it so much easier to be friends when you have one friend that's like, how about this? How about right. that? I'm like, you let's know. go and do something. Yeah. yeah. So keeping up with each other during busy seasons of life. I think, one, just acknowledging that it's a busy season, two, and not taking, like, offense to it either. That's what I have to remind myself is that, like, each of us have our own lives going on with like kids, work, spouses, and just other shit too. And so just being mindful of it, but then being the friend too, that if you haven't talked for like a week or a couple weeks, but that's also what's nice about our friendship is that like, we don't have to talk. I mean, we usually, whether it's Instagram. <laughs> for my end, I always know what Kylie's up to and I appreciate that. But yeah, so we don't take it personally, but I think it's just making like the effort and the acknowledgement of, okay, we're just in really busy seasons of life. But 
making sure that you're like putting forth the effort of whether it's like, let's go to dinner this week or let's go to coffee or like whatever that is, right? Yeah, I think you really do kind of have to make a plan like what night is good for everybody because we are all busy. Izzy just got done with softball, With two different teams, yes. You don't just have free nights. I think like the side text message, group text message is always (laughs) nice just to say like, hey, haven't heard from you, checking in on you, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But yeah, really making a plan and sticking to it. Like if you need a babysitter, here's your chance because we're doing this. And I am very spur of the moment because Mm -hmm. sometimes I I don't get a lot of those extra, you know, time away. And so I might say, hey, let's go and it's it is you're exactly right like not taking a personal when you're like so i'm already in my pajamas and <laughs> i just need Real to decompress <laughs> yes yeah like yes. oh yeah i get it some people need a little more planning so it ebbs and flows well for example my birthday was in march we literally planned my birthday dinner in january <laughs> we did <laughs> Did we or did Kylie plan <laughs> yeah. her birthday dinner? Well, Ashley was the one. Ashley was the one that was like, hey, should we put something on the schedule for your birthday? And I was like, yeah. And I'm the plan. I'm like the type A OCD half Kylie to have- always just tells us what to do and when to show up. And we just <laughs> yeah. say, yes, ma'am. And I can appreciate that. Sometimes yeah. I'm too busy for that. Yeah. Yes, that's what I don't trying. hate it. I'm just like, oh, where are we going for dinner? Kylie will text us in 10 that's minutes right. and tell like, us. And then we're going to Bozeman for two nights and this is the itinerary. Yes. So everybody has that friend. Okay. Any tips for building meaningful relationships as an adult? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm just kind of um, to a point I said, you know, your, your 20s for me was just kind of like free for all when you talk about like quantity, not as much quality, just can get along with anyone, adapt to any situation. Mm -hmm. I feel like my 30s have really become like finding out who I am and what I stand for. Mm -hmm. And there are some non-negotiables for me. And I think it's okay to be true to yourself and find out what's important. And if you're not down with somebody else's agenda, that's okay. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to like everybody and not everybody's going to like me. And Mm -hmm. it's okay. And I feel like that was something that like we were kind of there with you too during a point a few years ago of like you kind of working through that too. Cause I, th- yeah. I mean, setting boundaries and learning yeah. like what you need as a person and what you don't need. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right. Like working through kind of the stages of somebody very clearly, maybe not taking a liking towards you, which is okay. But then I think too, like you said of like, I feel like the 20, your twenties is when you're like making all the mistakes, you're mm-hmm. being friends with everybody. And then that's when you're kind of learning like, Oh, I mean, even with relationships of I didn't like that and like I expect this or like I give this so I expect that back. Mm -hmm. And so then once you get to your 30s, I feel like it's so crystal clear of, oh, okay, like the kind of friend you want. Exactly. And it's it also becomes different when you're a parent as well. Mm -hmm. Right. Like these people are then meeting your children or Mm -hmm. coming to your home. And so it's just very different different and you're not just hanging out at a bar you're right. like yeah. actually becoming right. a part of somebody's life yeah mm-hmm. and that is what I was looking for like I didn't just want the surface level right mm-hmm. and so to be able to have a safe place where mm-hmm. you can talk about the the stuff the that's not stuff. always fun yeah mm-hmm. and I don't know I don't know if you guys are into the Enneagram <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also a three, which means like I'm the achiever and I'm the 
not perfection so much, but like achiever and trying to want to do a good job. And so you're kind of looking a little bit for approval. And I've had to put a little bit of that aside to say like, it's okay. And also I, I don't need your approval. I'm okay with that. I, I know my core and who my core group is. Mm -hmm. So we have just a couple more. What to do if your closest friends turn into just a season, which I experienced this firsthand. Like there was a season that I immediately thought of. Have you guys went through that? Mm. More so when I was younger, I feel like because I had my first child at 22 years old and Mm -hmm. I was married. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of my friends that I still had were from high school and college because at that point, it's really important to keep up with everybody and it's easy at that time. And then none of my friends could relate. Mm -hmm. And then I realized like, oh, well, are you my friend or are you not my friend? And then I had to realize like, it's just a season and eventually Mm -hmm. they'll get there because now... My daughter's eight, and a lot of my friends from high school are just having their first child. And I'm like, now you're seeing how hard it is and how different our worlds were and how you couldn't relate. You couldn't be my person. And so that was just a season, and that's Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. because everybody has things. I don't – I think I took it personal then, but now growing out of it, like, it's not personal. That's Mm -hmm. just – I took a different path, and they didn't take that. Right. So what I'm hearing is that just to acknowledge that and to not take it. I think it's okay to be sad about it or whatnot. I think there's a couple different ways that you can go about it of whether you want to like reach out and like you're making the effort. But I think maybe having the hard, uncomfortable conversation of like, hey, I've been feeling like this. You know, I've reached out X, Y and Z times like are you just really busy right now? I'm okay to keep reaching out. But or like maybe it's just like, nah. <laughs> what was your friend season? So this was when, gosh, I was probably 21 and there was a group of girls and I, it was three of us and like we hung out all the time. Like she had kids, I had Izzy, which again, being so young of having my daughter at 18, it like a lot of the people that I was friends with, like they had kids because that's what season of life I was in. But it like we would hang out almost every night we worked at the same place and we just ended up like having a lot in common. And so also now looking back, I don't know. It's so interesting of like coming out. That's when I was kind of coming out of everything with my trauma. And so I don't know if like, maybe that was like the first person, like as a friend that I actually kind of like felt safe or like trusted. And so that's why it hurt so bad. But a few years later, we ended up Like, I mean, she literally just cut me off cold turkey, which there's such a long, 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 long backstory to this, which I'm not going to get into. Also, because it's only like I only know my side of it. I don't know the other side like her and I recently a couple years ago, like hung in like it's like we're friends on social media and stuff again, but we've never had a full blown conversation of like this is why I I mean, literally one day just like stop texting me. And I was like, what the fuck? And it like I grieved it like a death because it was a person that I like became so close with and spent so much time with. And our kids were intertwined. And then Izzy would ask about her daughter and like, why aren't we seeing her? And I'm like, I don't know. And so that was really hard. So I don't really have of like if that was a situation that somebody was in. But like this person literally ignored me. Like, mm-hmm. literally ignored me. So I couldn't, I mean, I even asked, like, what is going on? And she wouldn't give me the answer. So 
I guess with that, like, you just... I've experienced something very similar recently, and mm-hmm. I've just decided that sometimes we don't know everything, mm-hmm. and that's okay, mm-hmm. and we maybe never will, and mm-hmm. we know where we're coming from, and we can say where we're coming from, but it doesn't mean that it will be reciprocated, and you don't know. You don't know what the whole story of what they're going through personally or professionally or, you know, it, I you might... You might not know. And it is a weird thing to grieve a living person. Right. Or someone that you could run into at the grocery store. It's awkward. It yeah. is awkward. So but knowing that that is a season and I think that is just part of life. And um, I, I agree with you. You can't take it personally mm-hmm. and you don't always know the whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what to do if your closest friends turn into a season? Yeah, I think you're just kind of like, ex- like, go with the flow. I like we said, like reach out, double check, hey, is everything good? And maybe you're just like like you said, like maybe you have a kid and they don't or vice versa or your interests are going different or maybe their hobby or like what they're doing, maybe they're going out to the bar, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just accept it and be okay with it and like you said, like there's a rhyme and a reason for it and yeah, I just and maybe again, like being a God fearing woman, I mean, maybe that person just was not meant to be in my life. And the other thing is, is it might circle Sorry. back around, right? right? Yeah. It might be a, another season where they had to step away or mm-hmm. you had to step away and it might come back around. Right. And like that's there's what... no ill will or bad blood, right? No. Like, just I think those things happen. Yeah. Okay. Going in, we will just do one more question. What to deal with diversity when not agreeing with a friend? Ooh. Oh, you guys, <laughs> we've, we've been here. But, um, yes. I think I kind of talked about this at the beginning about just my perspective on both of you and giving me a different perspective, whether it be on life or politics or <laughs> parenting and just really being open-minded mm-hmm. and respectful mm-hmm. of one another. Like, and sometimes you can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. Like, I mean, yeah, not there. I think each of us have had a time where, yeah, yeah. it's like, mm, I don't really agree with that. But then it's like, it doesn't affect my life at all. Right. Like, no, I feel like mm-hmm. I can disagree with you both and still hear you out. Right. Like, I don't have to just, just because I disagree with you, I'm not like, oh, fuck that. But I like, think it's because you're not like a crazy psycho narcissist. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got that going for me. But I mean, there's always going to be if we agreed on every single thing that would make a our conversation so boring and right. be our friendship so boring. Like, well, and we wouldn't be married to the guys that we're married yeah. to either. That's what like 90% of the time they're usually just like, yeah, okay, babe. But like that 10%, I'm like, we need that 10%. Yeah. Like I will, I tell that to Travis. I'm like, if you just said yeah, and like rolled over like every time, I'd be like, what the fuck? I've had guys like that. I'm like, eh, boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. boring. <laughs> Two. And I'm like, this is not it. Yeah. So dealing with diversity of just, I don't know, not taking it personally and respecting that. I think if you're at a point in a friendship to where you're friends, then like there needs to just any relationship, mm-hmm. there needs to be a level of respect. And so if you respect somebody, then like we said, like you can agree to disagree. And if it's like a big thing where somebody like truly offends you, then you just have to fucking talk about it. Like mm-hmm. you have to talk about yeah, I it. Think, I mean, not that we're married, but it is kind of like <laughs> it marriage, is, right? Like, yes. If, if this is a valuable relationship to you and you want to continue the relationship, sometimes you have to talk about the shit. 
Right. Like the the bad stuff where, you know, like this is not ideal. Mm-hmm. Neither of us saw this coming. Mm-hmm. Right. But, or like, but it's not worth my relationship right. with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Or like feeling left out. Like there's been situations where I think all three of us mm-hmm. at one point have been like, oh, yeah, all three is a hard number. Yeah. <laughs> yes, to where it's like odd numbers. Yes, it's not even. there's been such different situations with right. all of us where it's. But again, like I don't take it personally, and I don't think you guys do either. It's mm-hmm. just okay, whatever. Like at the end of the day, I know that you guys are still my friends. Right. Right. And yeah, like, and just I think I'm in a season of life too, of where, like like Kelly has become a good friend and then the other Megan. So it's like, it's weird for me because I feel like there was such a period where I was just so close, like protective or protective of myself. I don't know what the word is, but now I'm like, okay, like you guys are friends with them. And so it's like, okay, I feel good about this. Yeah. That is the one thing like that we all have other Mm -hmm. people, right. That have, whether it's from a long time ago or recent relationships that we, we all live different lives. Yes. Very different. Yeah. You guys being mostly from here, you know, so many people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I know people from my dad. I've only lived here for like a little over 10 years, but yeah, (laughs) (laughs) whatever. Miss nail tech. Knowing you everybody's secrets. Right. Also. <laughs> God, I miss those days. That was one question. Carrie, shouts out to Cousin Carrie. Of course, Cousin <laughs> Carrie wants to know. If you're going back to nails, somebody else, else they said gold game, but I think they meant golf game. Um, garbage. We're going to find out on Friday. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, we should make a side bet. On what? Uh, whether... Kylie and I be oh, yeah. Fuck that. You're going down. <laughs> See, this is when three is a hard number too because they get to team up. And I also love my partner that I'm playing yes. with, but she's not part of the friend group. <laughs> yeah. but we're gonna fucking kill you guys. That's we have like, to think uh, of a side bet. That's fine. I haven't even tried my golf skirt on. We always like yeah, love. I have no idea what I'm wearing. Yeah. I. Th- oh wait. Yeah, that's for the Forsyth tournament. Yeah. I also don't love that skirt. You don't? No. Oh, my no. on Friday. It's cotton. It's going to be so hot. It's cotton? Yes, it's like a oh, cotton. Oh, that's like, garbage. Yeah, I was like, what? It's sitting in that closet. I haven't even taken out of the bag. Yeah, it's not. It's like t-shirt material, but thicker. And I was like, this golf skirt is I'm from gonna bar stool. I'm going to have this. <laughs> oh, plug. shit. Yeah. yeah. We'll be fine. If, if we have enough shots, we won't care. Perfect. I know exactly like, what to do. Yeah. Also, can we take a poll? Who wants to see this show go on the golf road? <laughs> Me. I do. That makes fun of us. Yeah. Next summer, mark my words, we will get mic'd up. But we have to film all the time, too. That's what's such a pain in the ass of like. Trap. Yeah, trap. I know a job for you. So we're going to strap you in with my golf. They're like, who are these people with a fucking camera crew behind them? and we'll like get a little thing the little thing that wraps around and then we'll have one just always facing away towards the t-box and one always facing in in the car like gopros with the steering wheel that's what people don't understand there's so much that goes into that shit steering wheel put them wherever you want yeah you can put it on your chest we can have them on our chest on hats yeah you guys this has to get serious i can't wait (laughs) i mean we'll probably have to make another channel of yeah for golf just of like us golf we'll have to in the wild oh, love that's golf gone wild <laughs> golf gone wild 
Uh, we're going to patent that shit before this releases. <laughs> I have already bought the website name. <laughs> Domain name. Check. <laughs> so, yeah. Backstory on our golf game real quick. Uh, I am not a golfer, period. Megan fucking golfed in high school. Brittany. No, I didn't do anything. <laughs> well, you at least golfed with Devin. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I did anything. Same. Yeah, yeah. like I might as well just be on the tour for many golf courses. <laughs> I don't know. In the kids division. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that is how we became friends, yes, too. Because it was 2020 COVID year and we're like, what the fuck do we do? And golf was the only thing that we could do where one, like we're outside so we didn't have to wear a mask. And that was like the only thing open. We <laughs> like, pretended we were sisters. Yeah. <laughs> So we could ride in the same cart. <laughs> Our daughters are twins. Yeah, they're twins. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> so we're going to ride in the same cart together. <laughs> and then the walkout songs. <gasps> I didn't tell you when I pulled up today. The, the, yeah, the, uh, uh, the big dick energy song came on and I was like, this is how you know it's going to be good. There are so many backstories to it. Yeah. So last year we went to Bozeman for my birthday and while Megan was throwing up in the front or hyper. On the way or, home. Yeah. What was that? Just like dry heaving. Dry That's heaving. Horrible. Dry heave extraordinaire. While also Brittany after playing she big forgot dick her phone in Columbus or in Billings and we had to drive back. Like a good 45 you know, minutes Some days back. we have it together and some days we don't. Okay. No, love you through and it. And we love you exactly. We love you through it as you love us. But yes, that song was the theme song oh. for our entire life after that. Yeah. So back to COVID year, we took up golf. And I never, like, growing up, my dad would try to get me to play, but I was like, meh, would play three holes, and I'd, like, be on my phone the rest of the time. (laughs) And so, yeah, 2020 came around, and then I was like, shit, all right, let's do this. So we now have a mini golf girl gang, Mm -hmm. and it's just us three. And occasionally, (laughs) occasionally we do have to let a fourth person in for... Currently taking applications (laughs) for the fourth position. (laughs) Send your videos to Golf Gone Wild. <laughs> you guys, us golfing is such a shit show. And the thing you is, will see next year. Everyone's my handicap is going down three points. points. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. What is it? What is that? This year. Good work. I'm going wow. down two from a 33. <laughs> I don't think mine's moved at all. Mine. That's because you just are smooth all the time. Yeah. She's no, very I can't coachable, play. everybody. She's never played, and then she just crushes. <laughs> That's my favorite is when everyone's like, oh, I can't golf with you guys. You guys are so good. Like, I'm like, just because we're worst. at the course once a week does not mean we are good, If folks. you have the costume on, it doesn't mean you're a golfer. <laughs> With the GoPros on your chest and your forehead. <laughs> For sure going to be kicked off the course. Oh, my gosh. No, we have fine. All of the golf people that work there, not necessarily people are golfing there, but the workers usually love us. What I think that's that? fair. There was one time what? Kylie made them announce us on the back nine coming out, and I was mortified. <laughs> so people that don't know, you only get announced to hole number one that's what they're supposed to do such going off of number one t yeah Yeah. hoinous party of three yeah (laughs) party of three always just a three not taking on a fourth today yeah and yeah we made the turn why and kylie was just feeling good she's like hey jetters (laughs) 
announce and he announce did. Announce a song number yeah. nine or ten. Yeah, ten. ten. <laughs> See, I'm so good at golf. Anyways, okay, we are going to wrap this up because it is just a giant. We have officially made it through a bottle of wine between Megan and I. Yeah, I saw my uh, plug soda the soda station. station. <laughs> Shouts out. <laughs> I'm taking, uh, what's that when they send it to me for free? Brand deals? No, Clap. I just. No, that's like when they. Am I affiliate? If they oh, yeah. Ambassador, ambassador yeah. here I come. If you just roll up and say code, just drive code up. Brittany with an I, Girls, they'll ask no, you. Golf. Whatever it was. Golf, golf gone, gone wild. Golf gone wild here and for her. They will stare at you <laughs> with a blank. Please stare. don't ever come here again, ma'am. I've had enough oh of um, Yeah, code golf gone wild. Be like. <laughs> the little 15 year old twerking like, oh, okay. she's like I don't understand your or whatever comparison <laughs> okay so if you enjoyed this as always please make sure you leave a review I know that there will be two reviews at least <laughs> I'm looking at you oh I was like who <laughs> it's, it's you and me I also need guidance yeah Brittany that. didn't even know how to listen to a podcast which again you guys, grateful for you for supporting no my podcast kind of a C student you also didn't do your homework yeah I didn't realize <laughs> that there were questions what oh I yeah, was more focused yeah. on what I was going to be asked on and your trying names to figure out how I was going to be incorrectly shit and be on topic that's you what i was to be on. appropriate on yeah, this but podcast. there are secrets at the late night table that we don't share <laughs> yeah. so i was like that if somebody true. asked me a question and my immediate response is something that's not to be talked about how am i going to get through this plead the fifth oh that's a good one next question yeah you're on uh andy cohen what is that watch what happens live oh my gosh we could do like a anonymous how there's like the demois and she does all of the celebrity gossip but we could do that for all of the montana guys i'd have to go back to work tell us the goss i know you should take one for the team i feel like there's plenty in the bag (laughs) i mean i got a lot of things up here all right, we are wrapping it up. So thank you guys for being on. Thanks for having us. Do you guys, Carly. are you guys going to be like, Trev and be like, so when's the next episode? <laughs> yeah. Golf gone wild. <laughs> Seriously, let us know if we need to do that, which we're going to anyway. So thanks. <laughs> All right, we will see you next week. Uh, next week, I'm really excited. I'm going to have Megan, the CEO of the Siskis, which is a ginormous jewelry company. She is going to be a guest on yeah, my podcast next week. And we're going to talk about all things of her being a lawyer to her having a panic attack in the middle of court and quitting her job to start a giant jewelry company. So Really excited to have her on. She'll be on next week. And yeah, thanks for being here and we'll see you then. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as I can feel empowered to show up as her best self. If this episode supported you in any way, the best way to show your appreciation is to just screenshot this episode and share it on your social media or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you're listening on. If you want to get more personal, you can reach me on Instagram at double underscore Kylie Nelson or at Kylie underscore Nelson one on TikTok. See you back here next week.